Welcome to the 404 Podcast, everyone. This is uh, Jonathan Lamonde, also known as Groot. Oh, that was a, that was a good one. Uh, my name is yeah. Sean Harry, and I am here. Oh, so don't I tell got me you're today. here. I apologize <laughs> for my unreadiness. Um, well, theoretically, theoretically speaking, I think this this is going to be a short one. Although yep. it's it's very interesting, but there there it's a lot of uh, short one shots. Yeah, um, it, was, it was very very light news week this week. Yeah. Uh, well. We we might start with something lightheaded, with uh, but uh, a bit uh, politically charged. Um, I went to see Dave Chappelle in Montreal oh, yeah. uh, Saturday. It was amazing. Uh, John Mayer was doing the first part. Uh, it's part of their uh, Controlled Danger tour, and I didn't know who John Mayer was. So uh, that yeah. blows my mind. Like <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a huge you know Dave Miller. I just I don't yeah I am, but I, I don't know. Like John Mayer's awesome. He just seems like a seems like a funny guy. Yeah, well, he showed up on stage, and I was wondering if he was having a stroke or if he was just <laughs> in the zone or anything. Well, he just picked up his guitar, and you know when you're looking like with your eyes ninety five percent closed, and you're like looking down. Mm-hmm. Like he was looking at his guitar like that and just riffing and having fun, and I was like, is he is he sick? Does he need help or something? <laughs> and yeah, no, apparently it was. Uh, According to the fans that just clapped their heart away, um, yeah, he was fine. And he was That's doing just John Mayer, man. John Mayer's a cool yep. guy. I feel like I, w- I want to hang out with John Mayer. Yep. Well, I needed, uh, like, I think it was the last song he did was uh, uh, Waiting, Waiting for the World to Change. Hmm. And uh, that song I knew, and I was like, oh, shit, that's, that's the guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know you now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, last song. So that's the furthest I've done in a, in a concert before remembering the guy. Um, so yeah, the, the political thing is, uh, of course, Dave Chappelle made his entrance and did his, uh, his show. And uh, another guy, well, they did two bits. Um, there were two, uh, two uh, comedians uh, in that show. One did a part on, um, on the, uh, the, the sexually uh, incorrect behavior of artists and... Uh, um, this one touched on Jamie Foxx and basically the same point between him and Chappelle was the same you know the guy the, the guy was uh, was laughing at the fact that uh, the girl re- was reporting an event from 15 years ago and that uh, Jamie Foxx apparently said uh, would you like to give me a blowjob to what the, the, to which the, the girl said no and then reportedly slapped her with his dick and he was like how sneaky do you have to be to just like walk up to someone and slap them with your dick, you know? Yeah. And second question, how big is Jamie Foxx's dick? Because I feel like there's a distance to respect, you know, if you're, if you're to swing around with your dick. Yeah. And so, yeah, basically the point was that, yeah, half of that, I mean, okay, would you like to give me a blowjob? I mean, it's a question like any other. It's the he's actions a, that famous. follow that... Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a, it's the actions that follow the question that make it okay or not okay, you know. Yeah. And then the dick slapping. I mean, if you stayed for this di- for the dick slapping, you kind of saw it coming, right? Yeah. You don't just like <laughs> you don't randomly like oh, I'm gonna get dick slapped. Plow. But yeah, um, so that that was the main point. It was like yeah, I don't know about that. So Chappelle kind of touched touched the uh, the same the same idea. 
So he said like, yeah, so a girl, a girl complained that Louis C.K. masturbated and came on his own belly. And uh, he said that uh, the girl said her, um, her dreams as a comedian were, were over because the guy came on his own belly. And he said like, well, uh, the girl has a brill spirit if that's all it takes to, uh, to break her, uh, her dreams, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, someone from the audience, and I had a few theories about that. Um, first of all, I heard the, the lady, like she was very far away, my, my kind of tickets, you know, the, uh, the, the, poor, the poor white guy tickets. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she said, you're an asshole. That's what I heard. And so he went on a riff saying, well, I already have your money. And next time you see my, uh, my face on a poster, don't come and see it. That's it. And, of course, he was applauded by the, uh, the crowd and everything. My wife heard, you're not an asshole. And then, still, like, it, it, it begs a question. Like, it's a Dave Chappelle show. He talks about drugs, stupid shit all the time that's mm-hmm. borderline you know, politically charged. So what kind of show do you expect if you show up and then he talks about that, right? So anyways, I was just like, did he plant the lady here to 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 go on with the show and continue riffing on that that bit, you know? Hmm. Because he did quite a bit. Uh, it, it was a good five, five to ten minutes just on that alone and then probably a, a good half a dozen come back on that on that whole bit you know there's a part where they're uh yeah well they're they're making you know john mayer's just uh just playing on his guitar and and chappelle was just singing random song lyrics yeah and he he made another call back to this lady again and i was like okay it's kind of funny but okay uh I, i talked a bit about that with sean and sean said well he's just that that good of a comedian i'm like okay but to this extent, to be like a, an actual percentage of his act, did he plant the lady there? Or was he just really prepared so if someone reacted ne- negatively, he had something to say? I, I could see it going both ways. I, I hmm. really like, I think Dave, Dave Chappelle is a phenomenal comedian. But, you know, it could, he, you know, sometimes like, hey, plant this person makes it a lot easier uh but i don't know man i i want to believe that he that he just that just happened and he or like purposely had something ready well it's just that of course as anyone who has listened to our show before we're all for feminism the hashtag me too movement and everything else it's just that the, girl, the, the guy at the very beginning of the show says, don't heckle, that's not cool. The first thing you do, even if you're against what the, the comedian says, you heckle. Yeah, you don't tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. So, so, well, I mean, how dumb are you to just not listen to the, the directions that were just given? You know, it's, it's, it's not a place to make a political argument. It's a, it's a place yeah. to have fun. And yes, he makes into the... the, the politically incorrect humor if you're not up to it just walk away don't don't keep us from having fun it's fucking dave Chappelle. yeah like you if you didn't know what you were getting into like that's your bad 
Yeah. So, anyways, that, that was like the, the politically charged bit because I was like, I don't know if he planted it. I don't know if he's, you know, and he also kind of defended himself because he said, maybe I'm an asshole, you know, and you would, if you were to say I'm an asshole, you, were, you would be right because these kind of, of arguments, this kind of, of, of line of uh, ideas is not a good one. And he, he knows it. That's part of his act, you know. So, anyways, it, it was just a... Uh, I, I was, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, um, split, I guess, between yeah. both uh, both ideas. And I was like, eh, I don't want to say the, the, the lady is dumb, but at the same time, this is not the place. Yeah, like, it's, like I said, it's a Dave Chappelle skit. Like, that was your fault for being sensitive at a Dave Chappelle show. Yeah. So, anyways, um... Super fun show. Uh, he bought a shirt locally, and he wore it during his show. Uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of funny. He had a uh, a t shirt that said, "I'm not cocky. I'm confident." <laughs> 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 yeah, it was uh, real appropriate for the uh, the evening. So yeah. uh, you had that going for him, and uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was my evening, my once in a lifetime evening seeing <laughs> Dave yeah, Chappelle. That's awesome. Live. I'm honestly really jealous. Yeah, well, the tickets were uh, were expensive too, but yeah. as I said, it, it was worth it. It was a yeah. once in a lifetime kind of thing. You and I did this weekend. I don't know. Throw did my you back. Do- <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I actually did. It, I did it on Friday, and then it just didn't really heal till. I'm still dealing with it today, so it actually hasn't really healed yet, and or got you know completely better. But I have been Water doing scars. I have been doing uh, <laughs> stretching. Uh, that's how it happened in the first place, unfortunately. I, uh, you know when you stretch a phone cord out too long? And yeah. Like you sometimes are a slinky. Slinky is a better one. You stretch it out too far, it like has that weird kink in the center. Yeah. I feel like that's what I did with my back. Like I stretched it out <laughs> a little too far for what I, you know, where I'm at in my uh, flexibility journey. <laughs> and mm. yeah, it just didn't go back the same. So I've been dealing with that. But we're, well, we're, we're almost, I'd say we're about 80%, 80% the way home. Well, as long as you can sit properly and, and be comfortable and do your shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially when you, you work and you need your back, that's what's important. Yep. I'm a computer tech, right. so I don't use my back much, but I do try to have good posture. I'm not trying to look like uh, the hunchback of Notre Dame, you know? Kazimodo? Yep. What do you guys say, Quasimodo in uh, in English? Yep. <laughs> that would All be, right. Uh, you guessed it. Well, best of time in uh, recovery. And uh, let's go on with the show then. On with the um, show. Talk about video games and other things. Yeah. Uh, th- well, this one is uh, is more uh, politically, uh, well, no, not politically, technologically uh, focused. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of tech this week. A lot of tech news. Yeah, uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter is trying to figure out why uh, why it sucks, um, and uh, it's trying to figure out. It, um, yeah, it's trying to figure out algorithms and patterns to discern uh, virulent speeches. Uh, so basically, uh, fake news, uh, hate speech, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They actually hired a firm to try and 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 like create an algorithm that's going to help them uh, fish those thing out. So. Uh, I think that's a that's some backlash from the, all the Facebook shit, honestly. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a good thing that Twitter Twitter does that now. Um, well, if it turns out to be something, 
um, because some uh, some of the studies, you know, they, they have results, but it doesn't give anything. Yeah. So I'm just hoping it gives results. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Twitter's cool. Yeah, but, you know, it's borderline, like, especially, you've seen it with the, uh, like, the Trump account, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was right on, like, inciting war, and Twitter didn't do anything because, well, it's the president of the United States. Yeah, but he's, he's a fucking dumbass. Like, you should, you should, like, ban his account or something before he starts something and then millions of, of innocent people die. <laughs> it's, uh, that's a lot of lives at stake. Um, so, yeah, um. Although, okay, fine, don't do anything against the president of the United States. But if, you, if they can make an algorithm or something to help them uh, fish out these kind of, uh, of hate speech, um, I really do hope they're going to implement it because uh, it gives a lot of bad people a lot of, uh, of reach. And that's, that's usually not good. So if that can help um, uh, reduce their range, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think I think it needs to be. I you know I don't care who you are. You know there should be some form of accountability. Well, that, it's because there's a there's a difference between um, 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 how could I say it like freedom of speech and straight up hate speech. Yeah. You know, um, although I I'm really like I wouldn't agree with that, but you know people that are running the Confederate flags and everything, and depending on, on what their approach is, saying like, okay, white people, we're trying to keep the, the race pure or whatever. Okay, fine. That particular speech is not a hate speech per se, although it's wrong. Okay, fine. Say whatever you want. Saying like the, the, the popular meme, uh, Hitler did nothing wrong or something like that, That that's straight up being an idiot. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's been proven by history. So please, right? Um, so yeah. All right. Well, next up, uh, we're gonna stay on the the not game route. Yeah. Well, all of my stuff this week is is pretty much technology and and stuff like that. So, uh, John Oliver, that that I love so much, um, was laughing at uh, an an ad that uh, Facebook did. Um, I don't know if we can find a way to add this uh, this post in the. Uh, in the actual link for the the episode, but it's really worth it. Um, yeah, basically, like there's a lot of things that that John Oliver says in that that makes a lot of sense and that people don't realize. Like, um, you know, people were shocked by the the data breach uh, from Facebook and everything, and Zuckerberg got uh, got uh, summoned to talk in front of the Senate or whatever, and and it was a big thing. And then they made their uh, they made this story, and they they was like, yeah. Uh, we're sorry. We're gonna be uh, um, uh, more careful about how we we manage your your data and everything. Uh, so let's get back to what's important: friends. And then it had the the, the big Facebook uh, Facebook logo and everything. <laughs> and he turned it turned it into like just saying, "You don't become a six billion dollar company or six hundred whatever uh, yeah, a multi billion company." Uh, by mistake right like that data breach was not by mistake that was something that was years in the making and everybody let them do it that's that's yeah. the, the important thing there i find it not to be as much as a, a a data breach as more of like oh people found out what facebook was doing yeah exactly <laughs> well you know my my mother uh 
very smart woman, but she is really prone to believing into conspiracy theories. And she had one one interesting saying that was saying like, if something is free in exchange of just signing up, that means you are the product, right? Yeah. And that like Facebook is the whole embodiment of it, mm-hmm. and that I found that really really interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, but <laughs> basically John Oliver just remade the uh, the ad more honest, and at the end it just says uh, Facebook, we own who you are. <laughs> and then <laughs> that the, was the, uh, the thumbs up turns into a flip off. Yep, that was spot on as yeah. always. Um, so yeah, if you like uh, if you like dry British humor. Um, he has this way to say the truth and like, yeah, it's funny, but it's still sad. Um, so if you're into that, that kind of thing, I really encourage you to go see uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver if you have access to it, especially in America. Uh, if you don't, his YouTube videos are available on his, uh, on his channel and pretty much anywhere online. Uh, he tackles a lot of uh, subjects that are kind of sensitive. Um, a lot of things that are not explained, you know, like I, I didn't know how... Uh, things as uh, as mundane as um, car, like speeding tickets, stuff like that was managed. Mm-hmm. And a ticket that was costing like $4 was costing over $200 because of interest, because of handling fees, because of late fees, etc., etc., etc. And so there's a whole industry that just managed these fees and are making money on the back of people who can't pay like their tickets because of these these fees so he explores he explores these kind of uh of topics that everyone should know but nobody knows like how it works because it's so tangled in paperwork and 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 things that are difficult to comprehend um uh, that nobody really knows where they're going um it's it's a really entertaining show so i really really encourage people to go and see that it's really interesting boom there you go Facebook sucks. Fuck Facebook. <laughs> Have you ever seen funny people? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that was probably great. one of my favorite parts. Fuck Facebook. He's st- Fuck he's, Facebook. He stole, he stole my Facebook joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, what's next? Next up, um, somebody found another Black Lotus. Uh, if you play Magic the Gathering, you will know the legendary card. If you don't, uh, this is one of the most powerful cards there were uh, in history when the game came out. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, urban legends. Uh, you know, the thing was that uh, Black Lotus, well, the other Lotuses too, but uh, there's an urban legend. Of course, there's no way to validate if it's true or not. Yeah. But these cards are made rare because on the card, it says if you destroy this card, you get more mana. Mana being a currency in the game. Mm-hmm. And so people, instead of just taking the card and putting it in the graveyard where all the destroyed cards go, since the game wasn't packed, pa- packaged with instructions, they would literally destroy the card and just tear it up or whatever. Um, so yeah... Yay. Uh, Yes, uh, very few of these cards made it out alive, uh, wow. and very even less cards made it out in mint conditions. Uh, so one of these cards just sold uh, this weekend, uh, well, last weekend, so I guess we'd have to specify that it's the 28th, 29th of uh, July. One Black Lotus sold for $87,000. Yeah. Um, when I see these kind of uh, numbers, 
Like, I still have my, all my magic cards. They're all packaged somewhere in a box, and I, I keep them safely. <laughs> One day, maybe something will be worth some money. Yeah, I got, a, I got, a, I got some magic cool. cards sitting up there. Yeah, clearly not 87k, but, you no. know, I'm, I'm still hoping. Um, yeah, I have... So if uh, you have... A, I have a really expensive elf deck that I, pro- I probably won't ever sell, but um, I sold some angels not too long ago. I had an angel deck that I had, but magic's always been like the... My like, man, I need to eat some food. I'm going to sell some <laughs> magic cards. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always worth something because they keep... Th- that's the funny thing to me, you know? There, there are cards in there that are like 20 years old. Yeah. And then they modify some rules or something. And suddenly you have these very, very literally antique cards that are relevant again because some ruling somewhere made, made that card super powerful. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly everyone's after this card. And it's not a reprint. Like, it's not made in a modern fashion. It's not in, the, in, in any packs you can buy, so you have to trade it. And so the card becomes really expensive. And that fascinates me. I don't understand how... Like, first of all, you need someone that plays that kind of combo that says, like, oh, okay, so I'm going to play this card and then this card that's 30 years old and it's going to make something amazing. Then you need other people picking up on that combo and then saying, I need this 30-year-old card and going after that card. That's the whole thing. That's like people-based economy. I like that. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. (laughs) The, The life cycle... Of cards, I think, is amazing. Because, like, uh, let's say Hearthstone. Well, I mean, and it's hard to say, quote-unquote, lifestyle, because they've now adapted the, like, you have Standard, and then Legacy. Wild. And then another... There's another rule set that's, like, in between. I don't remember what it is. Uh, But, like, these Legacy decks are absolutely insane. Like, turn one, win the game. Yep. There's a lot of championship uh, packages that are like that too. But the difference was that uh, with most of these, they, they made reprints, right? It's all the singles that usually they don't make any reprints. And so yeah. these cards became really valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so if you have any cards, instead of uh, uh, trying to bank Lotus your... Uh, specifically. Yeah, yeah, sell specifically it. the Black Lotus. So. Um, sell it. it. It's worth a lot of money. You could probably pay your rent for... A, a, Probably 20 years with that. Dude, you could buy a house. <laughs> yep. I could um, build my shipping container house with that money. Easy. And sell yep. enough money to pay off the rest of my debt. There you go. You know, student Let loans, me get a black like Lotus. That. I need to go. <laughs> I need to go. Uh, garage sailing. Yep. Because that's, uh, that's where you're going to find it. Or you heard it here first, uh, people. Please mail us your Black Lotuses. We'll yeah, make hey. it worth your while. By giving <laughs> you credit. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, next up. Again, in technology. Um, Amazon's recognition system uh, made about 39% mistakes when it came down to uh, race, uh, races. Um, so basically, the Amazon was trying to sell their uh, their rec- recognition system, which is the uh, the facial recognition system, mm-hmm. um, to the police and everything. And uh, they were trying to sell it, saying that oh, you know, it only has a, it only has I think it was like a nine or nineteen percent um, um, uh, mistakes uh, chances or something like that. And um, 
when when people try, started studying the system a bit more because that percentage was you know it's not high enough to say the system is not usable but it was high enough that people said wait 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 so you mean there's approximately one chance in five that something will be recognized wrong and someone can be can be mistaken for someone else yeah I, okay. <laughs> I was like <laughs> uh, 20% man like you got life fucked up if you think 20% is like you know what that's, that's pretty good odds you know yeah this person could be a known murderer and then you know that 20% chance mistakes someone else and he just gets shot out of nowhere yeah yeah that, that, yep. that, that 20% is okay I'll take that bet well, you know, the, the, mo- the main argument was that, yeah, but, you know, 20%, and then the agent just has to uh, use his judgment, judgment and everything, and, you know, th- this can help police and, 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 and other um, security agencies, agencies and everything. And uh, people started, you know, this was used on the Senate. So, of course, mostly white men, yeah. you know, el- not necessarily elderly, but, you know, 50s and up. And... Uh, the, the people that were studying the, the system said, okay, so if it has 20% uh, failure uh, chances on the Senate, how much is it on, you know, people in the street? And they found out that it was about 40%. So it's basically tossing a coin or almost, you know, and, and mm-hmm. is it right or is it wrong? And yeah, so... Uh, basically the only the only thing people said was exactly what i just said said like well the system is uh you know it's come a long way there's still work to be done but uh we believe that uh, if if police uses this system with their judgment uh it could lead to more arrests uh you know or uh doors being mistakenly kicked and people wrongfully accused for shit they didn't do so uh yeah that that, that was pretty much uh, a make it or break it uh case yeah, that was for the stu- system to be bought. Dumb. Yeah, no, but basically they're not buying it, and it's better like that. Um, yeah. Like five percent is the highest. I think is is that's fine. And even at five percent, you see still... this instruction manual that like highlighted: use your fucking judgment. Yeah. <laughs> if this guy doesn't look like the guy, don't don't arrest him. Well, it's kind of like, you know, on the self-driving cars, they're like, hey, you still need to fucking drive it. You know, they say, like, oh, yeah, no, it'll steer yeah. for you. It'll keep you in the lane. But you still ha- you're still driving a car, bud. Yeah, keep your hands on it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah facial recognition, not for today. No, no, let's this. you know, maybe one day. It's getting there. But let's hold on. Yep. 20%, 20% ain't that, mm-mm. That's not how we... Just with white people. Ah. I don't mean... Never mind. I was gonna... I was gonna... <laughs> never mind. We're gonna keep it that way. I'm just, I'm just gonna not say what I was gonna say. We're good. All Moving right. on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if we move on, uh, Einstein was uh, proven, again, uh, a super genius. Uh, basically, a um, an agency, kind of like NASA, um, observed a black hole stretching starlight uh, proving against uh, again that uh, Einstein was right so basically uh, th- this is super visual or if you're super into physics which I, I'm not that that's one of the things I don't understand at all um, basically Einstein said that uh, even though light travels uh, in a straight line 
the the gravity or the the power that a black hole um, uh, contains or uh, emits basically would be strong enough to bend light around it and make it into a circle and so in the picture that's that's used in the article uh, that's in a Gizmodo article by the way uh, the picture that's that's shown basically shows exactly that so you you see a black hole in the middle of a picture and you see a lot of uh, uh, light light what partial light rings mm -hmm. around the black hole showing that yes indeed light is affected by the the power of the black hole and so that was something that einstein said so yeah that that theory is against is again proved and uh, i just yeah. feel like you know we should just know by now to trust him the yeah, man knew but, what he was talking about <laughs> Yeah, but th that's kind of funny, you know, because uh, with uh, with Galileo and everyone, you know, oh, the Earth, the Earth isn't flat. Oh yeah, no, you're you're an asshole. We're yeah. gonna burn you, torture you, kill you. Okay, fine. Turns out, yeah, the guy, uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been a good while now, but he's still right. So uh, tough luck. And Einstein, Einstein's the same way, you know. It's been uh, it's been more than a hundred years, and yeah, well, uh, he's still right. <laughs> so so for, yeah, okay, I'm gonna go on a little rain here. So the whole Galileo thing, right? People saying the world's yeah. flat. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're still right today. There are some people out in the world. And if this offends you, good. Because you're an idiot. The world yeah, the earth, is the fucking round. Flat, people. Yeah, it's, it's round. Uh, today, I guess today would be the, the contrary. If you just say the earth is flat, you, you have more chances to be burned than Galileo had. By me. <laughs> if he By had me said the same thing. I oh, get, yeah. Definitely. That is one of my biggest pet peeves in life. People that think the earth is flat. I thought it was a joke for so long. And then, uh, oh my God, dude. I, like, what does NASA have to gain by telling us the world is flat around or vice versa? Why does it matter? Why would they lie? Conspiracy man, you know, the moon landing was faked. Like you can, have you ever flown in <laughs> a plane before? You see it trail off, dumbass. Yeah, I well, just, I don't think the people that say it have the money or any reasons to fly around the Earth, true. usually. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Oh, my God. I was, I'm going to try to have a good rest of my night, so we're going to keep on going. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, Einstein's, a, Einstein's a genius. That, that's yeah. all there is to it. Um, Fact. Next up. Uh, well, this is more... Okay, we're, we're going to start with Drake. Uh, you know more about Drake than me. Uh, yeah. I just know the movies and the memes. Um, so, basically, the feds, the fucking feds, are telling people okay let, let's let's try to from what i know okay yeah. drake put out a video clip where he basically is out of a of a moving car mm -hmm. and he's dancing a bit and singing yes yeah, and since then on probably a controlled course exactly and his home so he's town uh, or his home yacht or not yacht home uh, uh, what's the word for like a giant estate yeah not on the fucking highway this is yeah. the t we're at Tide Pods all over again. Yes. So, basically, he is. Uh, you see the car moving, and out of the uh, the car door, you see him dancing and following the car, yeah. right? So it's super chill for a video clip. Me. And people started doing this in their homes in uncontrolled environment, and people got rammed by car. People lost control of their vehicles. People are fucking idiots. See, so I, what the I don't feds. understand is how someone gets hit by... Because I've seen a couple of these where somebody gets hit by a car, and I'm like, okay, not real. The, 
it's like in my head, it's literally fucking impossible for you to get out of your car and not see another car coming. Well, you better believe it because it happened. I, I know. I just, <laughs> I just blows my mind that you can be like, you know what? There's a car coming. Let me get out and dance in the street. I know. I know. It's it's unbelievable. So that that's why like the big the big news here, if it had a title, would would be that the feds, the fucking feds, need to jump in and say, yo. Cut it out. That's not that's not smart at all. You're fucking idiots. Stop Honestly, it. Honestly, let them do it. Let them do and, it. And you know what? French from uh, fresh from today, the, the 31st, there's been a wave of actually positive uh, Kiki memes or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. that are that are done uh, responsibly. So you see people. There's actually one where it's a it's a nanny, like she's a. Uh, Someone's driving her uh, around her to her home or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they just stop the car. She gets out, opens her door, start the song, and she dances in the car door. That's it. That's all people have to do. Why do you need a rolling car for that? You fucking idiot. Yeah, I, dude. And like, why would you do this on the highway? Yeah. Or, or on any, any busy street or a street in general that's inhabited by other people besides you. So like, uh, I can see it out in the country, maybe, you know, but like you see it coming. You don't just <laughs> don't see a car. <sighs> this well, is what this when you're is, looking at the camera, you don't. They're not. They don't even need to look at the camera. That's not the shtick. Uh, you just dance beside the car. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, I just have a lot of, uh, of fun imagining a, a, a police call for that or something like that you know so uh ma'am you were saying well i was doing the kiki thing the the kiki thing yeah yeah i was out of my car oh okay and what happened well the car got away and you weren't in it no i was doing the kiki thing good good that's it <laughs> later no complaint that's yeah. it you lost your car thank you yeah uh, like, you're not covered kevin no no fuck kevin yeah. this guy Oh All right, so that's it. Don't do, don't do Drake, Drake's thing, please. Do don't, it. don't be an idiot. Don't well, be don't Kevin. Be stupid. Yeah, like park your car. I mean, it doesn't matter if the uh, the rest of the the world is not moving behind you. It's gonna be the same fucking meme, same do it fucking in music. In your driveway, do it in the grass. <gasps> like, do it in a parking lot. Yeah, there's plenty of parking lots for you to do this at. And if you're embarrassed to do it in the parking lot, don't fucking do it at all. <laughs> this might be a sign, ladies and gents. If you're embarrassed to dance, don't dance. Don't dance. Uh, <laughs> you heard here first. <laughs> all right. Um, so, um, oh, yeah, Extinction. Um, some of you might have seen on Netflix, if you like the, the sci-fi kind of thing. Uh, well, I guess Netflix pushes mostly anything at anyone when it's made by them yeah. uh, on Netflix. Uh, basically, Ryan, Ryan Rip Ryan. Uh, Ryan was a good guy. Ryan <laughs> got home. Now he's uh, out of this uh, world. Officially in it today. Yeah, officially in his house. Yeah. Um, told us over the weekend, yo, there's a new, there's a new sci-fi movie out. Uh, you should watch it because it's a sci-fi movie. And yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, yeah. I watch anything from B-movies to new releases. I don't care. Watch the movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, 
uh, Gizmodo, well, io9, io9 wrote about it, and uh, while, while, you know, I, I won't re, uh, reword, rephrase what they said, paraphrase. I basically agree with them. Yeah, I, I won't paraphrase their, their whole article. Well, basically, they think it's a, it's a mess, and it is a mess. Um, I don't, I don't know how to, how to uh, explain the premise. Basically, it's just people living, and uh, somehow there's an alien invasion, and people fucking die, and that, that's, that's pretty much the, the basis of the, the movie. Boom. So of course, the guy with his wow. family has to survive through and everything, and um, yeah, uh, it's, it, it's a mess. Uh, the whole. The the whole way it was filmed, everything, the the, the shots were all made to be dirty and uh, poorly lit and everything, um, and it kind of rides into the tropes of uh, horror movies. You know the the terrible choice people. That's exactly the kind of people we're talking about. Um, so yeah, it's a terrible movie. But if you have nothing else to watch, it's uh, it's so watchable in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, you have some people like. Um, I am terrible with names, as always, so uh, I apologize. But you have the guy from uh, Luke Cage. The actual Luke Cage is in the movie. Um, the Never main character... It. The main character is, is, is played by uh, Michael Pena. Um, so, yeah. If you, if you like these kind of guys, I do, usually. Um, they're, they're decent actors. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You might watch the movie and write to uh, let us know what you think. If you think it was a decent movie or not. Yeah, you know where know. to find us. What do you, what do you what did you think, fellow uh, people well, list fellow list listeners? What do we call them? Are they listeners? Uh, listeners. Four oh four people. Chat? Uh, I don't know. I'm a Twitch the streamer. Lost people. So I, just, so I just call them chat. Chat. Hello, chat. Hello, chat. <laughs> the four four chat. Big so, yeah. poggers. Uh, give us your your advice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh, yeah, the other thing is uh, basically Disney, Disney and Fox uh, are are merging. Uh, the deal, the deal is cut. Uh, so, what it means is that Disney is pretty much the one monopoly in entertainment now. Yeah, um, I know. Jeez, they've been like the the Pac Man. Yep. Waka Waka and everything. Everything the, I hold dear. The positive effect of that is that all of the of Fox's terrible franchises of Marvel characters will now come back completely to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, in theory, and I do say in theory because I hope someone out there said, no, you're not keeping those fucking franchises. We're taking them back. No more shitty Fantastic Four movies. No more eh, X-Men movies. Like, that. that's all gone. And it's for the best. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Well, maybe, maybe more decent Logan movies. Although, I mean, Logan was already decent, but maybe better movies. That means we should be able to see Deadpool with uh, with Wolverine in it. Yeah. So good things for the for the MCU coming in. Yeah. I, I hope. Mean, yeah. It could be. It could be neat. Uh, I could see it going poorly, like Star Wars did. But well, you know, we'll see. I need I need someone to acquire Star Wars, and like. Take away Skywalkers. <laughs> I am so sick of that lineage. We don't need it. Like, get them out of here. Well, spoilers. 
it should be the last one, so we shouldn't see any more of them. But Ooh, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you I don't, I don't think it. we're gonna see any uh, any loss of control over these uh, these licenses any anytime soon, especially just, for the residual money from the from the the toys. I just think like you you the Sith Lords would make so much more money, in my opinion. Like, like like okay, so my favorite Sith Lord going on a rant here. My favorite Sith Lord, Darth Nihilus. He's he's the coolest thing ever. He's not even a person. He's just a mask. He's so powerful. He's a fucking mask. So he's a, he, it's a Darth Nihilus, the devourer. So basically what he does is he goes to any planet and it's like, Hmm, I smell force here. and just sucks the whole thing dry. Just destroys the whole planet, eats it, moves on. Cause he has to keep enough power to regen his mask. Um, he was later betrayed by his, uh, apprentice and like, uh, kind of like a trap. Um, and they never quite quote unquote killed him because he he is not a he's he's that mask so he can still come back and I think that would be a really cool one. Uh, Darth Revan I think would be Darth Revan I think would be the best uh, movie adaption of a Sith Lord because um, he has both uh, red and blue lightsabers because he's killed both so like he's this weird in between thing i don't know but i just i want to see more of the star star wars universe on the big screen there's so much out there that's so much better than this lame ass skywalker story i'm over it yeah well the thing is most of the uh most of the canon stories in in the uh, the novels and instead of reading them or trying to find like okay this one is canon this one isn't they said most of it is not canon like movies are canon, that's it. Every everything else, like if we didn't produce it, it's not canon. So what happens is you have all the story of the old republic that's more or less canon, and they don't really want to work on it. Yeah. Um, the all of the, the story so from best, the RPGs so and everything, everything, most of it is not canon. And but I do agree with you that there are a lot more stories in there that would be would be better. Like just a just a whole marriage aid arc. That we didn't get to see because fucking Skywalker's dead. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of pains me. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, somebody has to do something with Star Wars. Disney. You know, you're, you're, you're eating up all of the entertainment. I'm going to need you to, to do me a solid. And and don't don't ruin this for me. Don't you fuck this or up for more, me. More mature ratings. That's yeah. my own rant. I don't, like, I don't... I know you're Disney and you have, it's kind of like Nintendo. You know what I mean? Like I get it. You guys, you know, you really want to just, you know, you're a kid friendly thing, but like, don't you think you'd make a little more money producing things for both? You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, you know, I'm not in Hollywood, so I, I don't really know, but I can tell you from a consumer perspective that I would love some some grit, you know. Give me some grit. Oh yeah. But yeah, I think it would be more diverse, more fun. Yeah, I think it would too. But hey, Who, what do we? We, know, we right? love you, Disney. Don't 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 blacklist us, no, no, please. No 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 no, um, no 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 no. I'm not saying I don't like Disney. I'm but. saying <laughs> let's put let's put some adult themes in here, okay? We're we're big boys, okay? Disney, Disney's always going to have child movies. You know what I mean? Like kids are always going to be there because that's how we survive. But like, 
Nintendo but the we fans, grew up the, with it. We grew up We're with it. Now. You know what I mean? Like, let's. The, Nintendo's grown up. You know, the Switch is aimed for you know some. Uh, there's more mature games on the Switch because we are growing up. It's so, finally acknowledged yeah. it. Yeah, I, it's about time. <laughs> oh man. Well, even uh, oh, speaking of uh, Nintendo, uh, I didn't I didn't uh, take any notes on that, but I saw an article that was saying there's more people that are um, subscribing or signing up uh, for tournaments just for melee. Than there are for just Dragon Ball Z. So, Melee is mm-hmm. still bigger than Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, that's funny. There's one more person signed up for Wii U than there is Melee. So, Wii U may actually get the Sunday spot. <laughs> oh my Evo. god. Oh yeah, Evo's this weekend. So, if you guys don't and know me personally, I'm. A, oh no, Fibus too. Yeah, we play fighting games. Um, yeah. At Evo this weekend, it's basically the the Stanley Cup, the the Super Bowl, you know, of fighting games. games. And big it it has the <laughs> you know the big main four: um, Street Fighter, Super Smash Brothers Melee, and Wii U. Um, what's the uh, Dragon Ball Fighters? Well, usually and there were some injustice in there. There were a, lot, a little bit of uh, other smaller games, Blast Blue, stuff like that. Yeah, because okay, so they have like the main stage, and those are like the the main um, the main stage. They have side stages um, for a lot of the like not it's not necessarily like the smaller game because I don't know because like Blaze Blue is technically would be a smaller quote unquote crowd, but the game's still like a full fledged, in my opinion, triple A fighting game um so okay hold on let me i'm looking i'm looking this up real quick okay um so that's right that's right okay so for the main stage you have street fighter 5 tekken 7 smash uh wii u and melee blaze blue cross tag battle which i'm actually excited to see guilty gear rev 2 injustice 2 and dragon ball fighters so that's awesome. Like, what's, what's really cool is there's like one, two, three. Uh, I thought there was more than that, but there's three anime fighters in uh, Evo this year, which there's normally one. But with Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, huge rise in, in popularity, which I'm actually really excited for because that's brought a lot of people in to fighting games that wouldn't necessarily be into it just because they're Dragon Ball fans and they do such a good job at bringing the anime and the and the manga into the game like they they really do a good job adapting it to the game um yep except for adding base goku and base vegeta in their in their next dlc patch but we're not going to get into that here um but yeah uh so they have sides like that's the main stage so that's what you'll see on the evo main stage uh stream but they have like literally any kind of fighting game you want they have, I know they have them fighting herds side, uh, side stage, um, Skullgirls side stage, like any type of fighting game you, that, that's out there. There's a new one for PS4 that came out called something Blade or something like that. I'm not exactly sure what it's called, um, but it's as PS4 and it looks super dope. Um, it's got Binding of Isaac in it um, and a lot of different like weird, obscure characters from random games. Um, mm. That's the only reason I want. I'm on a PS4 because a lot of fighting games come out on PS4. 
But yeah, Evo's this weekend. Um, I think it starts Friday. Um, so you'll start watching the in, in pools. Um, but it's if you are ever interested in like seeing what fighting games are about, Evo's the, is the, the thing to watch. Like that's true passion comes out of Evo on the main stage on Sunday. Even like if you don't want to watch Evo and you just want to see some hype shit, watch all of the Sunday finals. I think the Sunday like I started like eight in the morning. Uh, our time, or I guess everyone's time. Uh, well, I don't fucking know. They start in the morning and they go all day. And it it is really awesome to see the people that win and like the people that compete. That's, I, that's why I like fighting games so much is because I know everybody pours, you know, like in League of Legends, shit like that, like people pour their heart out into the games. But I feel like in fighting games, like it is you. Like in Overwatch or Counter-Strike, you know, and all these games, like that's what I feel about StarCraft too. like StarCraft and fighting games. There's something about just one V one that is, is so much more meaningful, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but like, not really, I don't know, but like, there's just something about playing a fighting game and winning. That's so much more satisfying than playing like a team game and winning together, I guess. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just, you know, self-conceited asshole, but whatever. Eh. Well, no, you know, it's, it's just that, as I was saying, it's, it's more personal, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people relate to that, especially in League of Legends. It happens often that you'd be in a single lane or in a team fight, and then some asshole says like, well, yeah, think you're tough fucking tank character, like Mundo or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's my job. I'm, I'm big and I just keep, preventing you from doing damage well yeah well why don't you 1v1 me in the river it's like there is no 1v1 if you want to play 1v1 go play a fighting game this ain't about 1v1 it's about 5v5 stop bringing in your personal shit in there like 1v1 me on dragon ball fighters 1v1 me on blaze blue cross tag battle 1v1 me in something that we can actually 1v1 in yeah especially in a game like that yeah like Every character in a fighting game is made to fight. There's yeah. not a character that is going to make less damage or have much more life, but less damage or something like that. Yeah, exactly. In a role-based game, that doesn't work. Mm. So no. anyways, so that was my, my tiny rant. Because that, that happens a lot, believe it or not. Uh, I, I do not believe... Uh, no, never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Anyways, uh, yeah, so by the time you get this podcast, uh, Evo should have been passed, so yep. it's going to be oh, yeah, the weekend of uh, August 3, 4, 5 should be the dates. Yep. Uh, there is a Twitch channel, well, there's a lot of Twitch channels, yeah. uh, anyways, just, that are going to broadcast honestly, it. Yeah, if you are on Twitch Friday to Sunday, you'll see it, it'll be on the front page for sure. Yeah, and if not, you'll be able to catch the, re- the, the reviews, the... Uh, the replays and yep. most likely uh, a lot of websites are going to have the, uh, the finals yep, and everything yep. uh, of notice uh, included in there. So, all right. Yeah. Well, so we're going to continue on the tech news here. Uh, Logitech acquires the blue microphone company, which it's is brand actually new today. 31st. Pretty, 31st pretty of neat. July. Yeah. Um, this is an article uh, from PC Gamer. Uh, by Paul Lilly. Um, Logitech announced plans to acquire Blue Microphone, a maker of studio quality mics, as it looks to expand its reach into a growing market segment. It is the same company that makes the Yeti, 
our top pick in microphone category. So I'm thinking we should see some cheaper or um, what's the word here? More cost efficient mics because <laughs> Logitech is a bigger company. Um, so I think they'll be able to produce. We'll, we'll see some new stuff. Um, well, I don't know. Like they're e- already they're already working with a USB format uh, type of microphone that works, right? If you look at the uh, the, the big R two D two microphone mm-hmm. that's uh, in the article, or the uh, what's it called, the Snowball that's really small. Yeah, uh, they Snowball's all. Super popular. Yeah, they're all very decent for the cost. Mm-hmm. However, I think that if uh, Logitech coupled that with their their headset technology. Uh, and do something like the uh, the Astro bundles. You know what I'm talking about with the, yes. the amp included and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that would be that would be good because Astro is not supposed to be making these anymore. So there's a space in the market to be filled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I th- I think I think this also gives Logitech another foot in the door when it comes to streaming. Um. Because honestly, the Blue Yeti and the Blue Snowball, like when you, you know, look for good streaming mics, when you search that on Google, Blue Yeti and the Snowball, they're there. So like this puts Logitech at a better advantage because Logitech already has like my uh, webcam is a Logitech. Like most people's webcams are Logitech. They make really good quality, um, good price point. Uh, equipment for streaming so yep. i think this is just another way you know or maybe you know i'm not saying that they're like you know we're gonna take over the streaming world it's just like this is a good avenue for them they they see streaming you know rising in popularity with twitch's uh popularity rising um i seen a graphic the other day on twitch that like they're above like you have netflix and Whichever other one it was, uh, whatever. But it was like Twitch was number three, and like Netflix and the other one were like way bigger. But you know, obviously, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I don't know. I think I think this is good for Logitech. I think this is a good move. Um, I like Logitech's equipment, so I'm excited to see where they go. That is all. I'm I'm not a fan of uh, of their Sound Blaster. I think it's a mess. Their uh, their sound card. Uh, see, I forgot could, about that. Um, uh, I haven't had a sound card in forever, and yeah, the Sound Blaster was. I had one, well, and it was wonky. The drivers were wonky. Well, that's the point, you know. It's well, okay. I still have a Logitech keyboard, and I have the same fucking complaint again. It's the drivers. Yeah, like drivers are gonna work for a good while, and then boop, they just stop working. They fuck around with your settings, and then they just don't work anymore yeah it's just like you know what i'm actually i'm actually done yeah that's it so, for me i don't know it's uh i bought a how, how much was it back in the days i think it was something like 150 or 200 bucks video uh, graphic yeah uh, sound card sorry there we go um and yeah uh like th- the goal was to reduce the uh you know, because onboard sound is fabulous right now. Yeah. But there is always a tiny bit of feedback 
in your sound because it loops like there's the electric current that loops from the whole motherboard and goes into the chip and then into your headset or speakers. And I tried to eliminate that and I said, hey, maybe a dedicated sound card would take care of that. And it did while the drivers worked. Yeah. But then they stopped working. And so I had to go back to onboard sound card. So, yeah, fuck creative. Um, same thing with their keyboard. It's the same problem. Um, I've, been a lot, I've, I've been having a lot of issues, apparently, with uh, the G110, uh, which is basically G15 or G11, uh, new, new generation. Uh, basically, your a USB port can pull about 0.3 amps of power, and the G110 is rated at 0.29 amps. So what happens is on certain configuration like mine, where you have three, four hard drives running, sometimes the motherboard is going to stop like momentarily giving power to the um, to the USB ports, and so that 0.01 amp of difference makes it so my keyboard my keyboard's light shuts down and then it just disconnects completely. So if I'm running in a game or something, my character just keeps on running and I can't exit the game because my my, my keyboard doesn't work anymore. Damn. So yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's uh, Those are my modern day problems. In 2018, so, you'd think everything would be solved, but no. I will say, when I said I liked their equipment, I liked my <laughs> webcam i forgot that they made a whole bunch of other shit i can't say much for their their mouse and keyboard um i've never had one um so like yeah i, I don't you know more about that uh so the Honestly, i don't know much about hardware is fine stick to hardware don't do software don't do anything that needs special software just Fair. fucking do hardware yeah, yeah. hardware works it's good i'm thumbs up keep on trucking <laughs> thumbs up guys good go <laughs> all right all right next, next up. up okay let's see oh so this is actually this one is actually something i'm really excited about there is a new digimon game to celebrate the 20th anniversary of digimon um in this game stop article or game spot i always call i always say GameStop. and nobody want to go there game spot article nope by jordan ramay um, so there's a new RPG survival, um, Digimon game coming out, which I have been a fan of Digimon games. Well, I was a fan of the first three Digimon games. I played the first Digimon until my first PlayStation burnt out. Like I was playing mm. that game constantly because I always ended up getting a damn Numamon. I'm not <laughs> sure if you ever played the PS1 game, but like. You would hatch an egg. You could train it. You, uh, do you remember like the the Tamagotchi Digimon handheld things? Uh, vaguely. Okay, so it was basically a PS one version of that that had like you know a story and shit. But you would get it, raise it, raise it, feed it, whatever you want to do, and depending on what you did, it would evolve into something new. And. So, like, you would get it, and, like, it would take, like, probably, like, 30, I think it's, like, 15 minutes from, like, base Digimon to the next level, and then the next one was, like, an hour, and the next one was, like, three hours, and the other one was, like, eight, like, real-world hours, and, like, 
you get to the end of that and it comes out the damn shitmon. It's upsetting. <laughs> so I just reset my game. But man, I used to play that over and over and over again. Like I I would still put I'm at least 10 hours a week in that game free. Um, well, what kept me uh, what kept me going in this article was that they compared it a lot to Fire Emblem. Yeah. So basically, no, it's, it's a tactical tactical uh, strategy game, and I love these. So it looks kind of like for a, me, a visual novel too. Like the the art style is really it would the if you were to look at like the the Doki Doki um, literature club literature club. Yeah. Yeah. So like that. That's the first game that came to mind. Um, but I guess it could be like Persona. Yep. Uh, it would be kind of like a Persona-ish style of RPG. Um, but it looks really good. I'm actually really excited. Uh, the trailer is super dope. I mean, you can just search for Digimon Survive official trailer and then, you know, watch it. But uh, really excited about this game. Um, been a big fan of the whole franchise. The gameplay looks super fun. Uh, it's got the tactics element, which is pretty dope. And, you know, I'm just... I, unpopular opinion, I like Digimon more than I like Pokemon. Um, Pokemon well, it's was not unpopular, big. but I think that the, the problem is that they came out relatively close one to another. Oh, yeah. And, like, I have nothing against Digimon. It's just that, to me, especially when you had limited uh, money to spend in video games... Pokemon already had its uh, its hooks in me, so it was too late, you yeah, know. For sure. Yeah, but I, if it know, really, I, if this one is really with Fire Emblem elements, I'm I'm willing to give it a go. I have no problem with that. Oh, I would definitely get this game free. It's on PC and Switch. I will definitely get this for the Switch. This will this will be my like. This will probably be the one my my Switch title to pick in 2019 for sure. But yeah, it's, those are. Uh, bold bold words yeah dude like that like <laughs> digimon to me like it it came because pokemon was always around but like digimon came into my life at a at a state where i needed it so like i have a, i have a real you know soft not like a soft spot but a real like deep-seated meaning of digimon and like what it means to me exactly and it i don't know man digimon digimon's great digimon's great well their designs were more inspired they always yeah. look cooler. I think they put more thought into them. They didn't have to make so many. Yeah, that, that also helped. <laughs> I will say that the one dumb thing I did as a kid, I traded all my Pokemon cards for all Digimon cards. That was dumb. <laughs> and boy, was he wrong. Did Personal not, finance advisor did not agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did not get my trade worth back. Um, but that's what I wanted to do. Uh, the Digimon card game was actually pretty cool. It was hella weird, but it was cool. Um, nobody played it except for like hmm. one other person. So there's that, <laughs> you know? Uh, so yeah, up next, that was my Digimon rant. Um, next up, uh, I'm not sure if anyone has watched it, but I would imagine by the time that this releases that you would have watched it. Um, the 13 seconds of Call of Duty battle royale blackout um there's there's uh planes or uh, helicopters in the in the trailer so that's really it hmm. that's really like the most exciting thing there was you know vehicles obviously there was a four-wheeler in a car or like a you know all-terrain vehicle and there was a helicopter so helicopters in battle royale sounds dope um 
I'm actually really excited just for Call of Duty in general. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm going to shun for saying this, but I f- I'm getting bored of Fortnite. Um, still a fun game. Still love Fortnite. It's just, I need another shooter. I think I've been talking about this, you know, to our friends about like, I just, I'm, I'm getting, I need a shooter. That's not Fortnite or PUBG or Counter-Strike. Like I, I need something and unreal is not going to do it for me and fuck quake champions uh why though i don't know <laughs> like i i well, love unreal but i it's just such a dead game that i don't i don't care about it i guess well quake champions decent yeah it's pretty fun i've never i've never been a fan like of quake for, like to, oh. to to you know bring that to light like i i've never really liked quake at all um well the thing that helps, and I think you relate more to it in, in Call of Duty personally, but the thing that that uh, that really showed in Quake was the speed. Like, everything was mm-hmm. so freaking fast. And if you play Quake today, like, there's... The rocket jumps are still there, but they're really less important. But, you know, calculating the speed of your projectile, where your target's going to be shooting and then running, everything is made so freaking fast. And a lot of shooters today don't have that element, except... For Call of Duty. Yeah. Because uh, back in the day, when Unreal was super popular, like that was, that was what was fun. It was like fast-paced. You know, there was, there was speed. There was, there was actual adrenaline that was constantly going. Because I feel like in, in, in these Battle Royales, like, it's like a lot of sit and wait, and like it's more anxious instead of like adrenaline producing. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, I mean, I guess in... Uh, PUBG more than Fortnite because I feel like in Fortnite it's it's less campy. Yeah, I don't know. Kinda. Maybe it's not. Shit, I don't know. I don't play PUBG to care. Um, well, it's just about sound. It's less about you know because PUBG, uh, due to the way it's designed, you can be shot from anywhere without seeing people. You know. Yeah. I feel. Like I think that, it's that's more kind of what I don't like either. Yeah, well, I don't like it either because you're just like running in a field and in towel. That's it. That was a one sniper shot. Your your helmet's gone. Your 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 life is in the shitter. That's it. You're done. Okay. Oh. Fortnite, the ba- the damage is more balanced or something, so you can get shot a couple of times before dying, usually. So at least you have time to turn around and see. Oh, okay, it's that guy at the end of the tower up there. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah you have there's... more time to react. So it's less of a stressful element. Yeah, there's like a oh shit, I'm being shot, you know, and it's less like I'm being shot dead. And like I will say, like a lot of the problem with PUBG is like you would land and then get shot, and then like it would it would take years to get back in the game. They've sped that up since then, you know what I mean? And yep. they've they've you know made different maps that uh, make the games go by faster because like I don't know if, I don't know I just it feels worse to die in PUBG, and it makes me not want to play it because there's such it's less arcadey, I feel. I think that would be the best way to explain it. I feel like Fortnite is more arcadey than PUBG is in a battle royale sense. Well, I'll give it this quality. Um, back when Arma and Daisy were something totally new, I really wanted to get into it, but I was, I was the, uh, like, I stayed away because of all the, oh, you're getting thirsty, you're getting this, you're getting that. That that was kind of boring. You know, having to scavenge yeah. for food, having to 
that was a boring element, but I like this the simulation element of it, like the the seriousness of it. And PUBG has that going for them. You know, guns, they practically one shot unless you have a fucking shotgun because they don't know how to make that. <laughs> the, the whole bloom and everything, but like guns usually two three shots top. You have uh, you know the armor is really military grade and everything. It's it has the armor seriousness while Fortnite is really more arcade. And I mean both are kind of good depending on what what area you're you're evaluating them. But usually yeah for Fortnite is better for uh, for rush games. Mm-hmm. As for me, it's a better overall experience because. Um, it's I don't know I don't know. It's, it, I yeah I don't know I've never been a fan of like super greedy shooters like that that's why Battlefield never appealed to me um so yeah but yeah I don't I don't know I mean whichever one you like what the fuck ever I don't like people are like just like so dick hard to to hate you know hate the other one um yeah but yeah um. Uh, Next Live in peace, people. Yeah. That was a, that was well, a last one. one is the last element, man. It's the element you know exactly what I'm going to say. So yeah. <laughs> introduce it. Okay. Sean Murray's face was made by a player in No Man's Sky that can almost be seen from space. This is a uh, Eurogamer article by Matt, w- Matt Wales. Uh I absolutely love the fact that someone Minecraft the shit out of No Man's Sky and put his face in the game. It's it's great. I mean, that's that's really it. It was just kind of a, a fun article. Um, it's cool. You know what I mean? That that people want to do that in No Man's Sky. Yeah, whoever did that, you're going to have to present me with arguments on why you love Sean Murray so much, because I just want to go and shit on this car or something. He, I, I don't know why you did that. I mean, <laughs> unless it just, unless it you're telling me it's because you're going to go crush a giant spaceship into it, then I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it showed renewed faith in the game, which I like, because I... I was such a fan of the idea of this game when it was first announced, and... It was such just a, just a boner killer after it launched, but I don't know. It's cool. I like I like this. I like seeing things like this. Like I know he's shitty and whatever, but like I like I like seeing people succeed, you know. And maybe not necessarily, you know, he's the one that I want to succeed. But I've I've always wanted the game to be what I thought it would be, and with the player base, I feel like you know with more and more people playing, I, f- I feel like it might. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Like, okay, regardless of Sean Murray, uh, people started, like, our friends started downloading the game again. And, oh, yeah, No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky, it's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. I downloaded the game. I played an hour. And that was the most infuriating experience I never had in a game. I hate it so much. <laughs> like, everything, like, well, Sean, our Sean said like the main problem that he had with it was that there were no there was no drive to leave the planet or explore more instead they gave more tool to stay on one planet and develop your own base of operation and mm-hmm. your shit you know and so first of all the planets are massive 
And well, my own problem with the game is that everything feels clunky. And it has nothing to do with performance. You know, like, okay, your suit needs oxygen. Okay, so I'm going to refill the system. Yeah, so to refill the system, you need to go into your inventory and then choose a system that makes the oxygen and then choose the, the material you want to burn into it so it can make your oxygen. And you have to do that every 15 minutes. It's a fucking chore. Like, I can't believe they haven't thought about automating the whole system. And everything you build is like that. You know, material you're going you're gonna to use to build. You need to go into your inventory, clean some space because it's going to take a square. And then you need to, to craft the item. And then from that, you need to find the table you want to, uh, to build from and build the actual item. It's a fucking pain in the ass. You're, Seriously, you're, you're I don't... You're explaining Ark to me and I drowned like a hundred hours of my life. I don't get why people do that to themselves. Like it's, like it's, I was playing this and I was like, Minecraft does it better. Everything this game does, Minecraft does fucking better. Yeah, not vanilla. No, not vanilla. But like Feed the Beast or uh, any other uh, mud pack is ten times better than No Man's Sky. It's different. It's, it's just, you're, it's not your type of game. <sighs> no, it's fun. definitely not my type of game. And I, and I respect that. Oh, I mean, shoot. kudos for all the work they put on it. It's it's great that they finally renewed interest in the game and that they they they're hard at work. Thumbs up. Super great game. It's fucking not for me. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, that's uh, that's all the news that I thought was interesting this week that I wanted to talk about. There's you know obviously more. There's more news everywhere. We just couldn't cover it all. Yeah. So uh, remember, time kids, that we want to spend. <laughs> Einstein is right, and uh, the feds need you not to get out of your car, so stay Don't in Don't be it. an idiot. That's a takeaway from today. Yep. So this was the 404 Podcast. You can reach us uh, by email if you want to write some, uh, write some hate mail at le404podcast at gmail.com. Le as in French, the, L-E, Lee, eh, Lee, L-E, 404 Podcast. Uh, you can reach us at uh, on Twitter at the404podcast. Uh, you can reach us on Instagram, same thing, at the 404 Podcast. You can reach us on Facebook, at the 404 Podcast. And, uh, We're worldwide, baby. Yeah, you can reach me on uh, uh, on Twitter, at Althazar, A-L-T-H-E-S-A-R. Um, and that's pretty much it. DJ? You can find me on all social media at DJ3000, D-E-J-A-Y-Y-3000, at me. Oh, and by the way, uh, my wife is doing a, a bitching job at uh, um, managing the, the whole Instagram. Yeah. Uh, like we post stream, people. Yeah. Uh, we stream occasionally on Twitch. Uh, yep. DJ's name is the same. Uh, yep. Mine is uh, splash screen, splash underscore screen. Uh, it's a, a term not used anymore in video games. It was more used in, uh, in arcade games, for, for instance. But anyways, uh, if you want to see us play, uh, play fun games and... Uh, get owned uh you can come and join us on twitch speak for yourself so, i'm just kidding yep i'm a noob see you around Sing. opening song is sting operation by anamanaguchi you can reach them at anamanaguchi.com i found a song on freemusicarchive.org and the song is under uh license for attribution non-commercial share alike 3.0 united states license